All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. We are a week removed from Podbash and ready to share all of the dirty details with you guys, some of which may surprise you. Before we get to that, though, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers and honestly for sponsoring Podbash. They are amazing partners of ours and we love working with them. If you guys are in especially the Las Vegas area, anywhere around Denver, the Pacific Northwest, California, Arizona, and you're not on Cassidy, just know that's where all the sexy lifestylers are and you need need to join them now you can do so free for an entire month when you head to frontporchswingers.com and click on the cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. again that's frontporchswingers.com click on the cassidy banner for an entire month of all access for free we hope to see you there so like i said holy hell Podbash, we are we are back for a week now, and I still feel like I'm kind of reeling from the experience, most of which was incredibly positive and wonderful and just fucking, you know, blew my expectations out of the water. Yeah, by far my most memorable event to date. Anything we've done or anyone else's events, this is just such a great fucking time. New friends, old friends. It was just a blast. It was a long time. We were there for almost a week and Podbash was fast and furious with a lot of sexy shit happening. It was just really fun. And I I already miss it. Yeah, I want to quickly give, before we kind of delve into the details of Podbash, a thank you to the podcasters that joined us. So we had the Swing Hearts podcast there, Finn McGillicuddy Lifestyle Unedited. We had the Accidental Swingers, the Naked Relationship podcast, the Swinging Flamingos, and Friends with a Twist, and the Foreplay podcast, Bella and Jace. Yeah. So we had all sorts of cool fucking people there. Thank you for those of you who came out. It was a very interesting weekend for me because, I mean, I had a blast dancing my ass off off and obviously meeting new people and you ended up emceeing the entire weekend at the pool parties which was a fucking blast to see because you were just in your element and I thought it was so cool and so different of you to step into that role so I mean there were parts of it that were just God, fucking amazing. I'm never going to forget it as long as I live. I will say (laughs) the last episode when we were talking about going to Podbash, I kind of foolishly said, I don't have any expectations of the weekend. I'm just going to go in and whatever happens, happens. But if I'm being completely real, my expectation was definitely that I was going to be a dirty little slut all weekend long. And that did not happen because literally the day that the main event started, I got my time of the month. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me i wasn't supposed to start until we got home from pod bash so that did definitely put a little bit of a damper on the weekend not only because i wasn't feeling like uber sexy and i mean obviously i would have been out of commission for certain types of play i still could have sucked some cock and licked some pussy but i just wasn't feeling sexy you know at all i was feeling bloated and tired and just not in my right headspace to be surrounded by 
400 plus sexy ass people all weekend. Well, eventually you got out of that a little bit and did have some fun, obviously. I did. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, I definitely was not crazy Brenna like I typically am. In fact, I went and took a nap almost every day during Pod Bash. Yeah, every every afternoon people are like, where'd Brenna go? I'm like, ah, she's taking her nap, you know. You should have told him a good story. Oh, she's getting rammed by five fucking giant cocks right now or something. You should have come up with something good. Yeah, well, it, was, it wasn't <laughs> happening. You were passed out for a couple hours every afternoon. Sure was. And left me to my own devices which is never a good plan for anybody Uh, i had a fucking great time i did have a chance to play with some amazing women while i was there one of whom we'll be talking about today our friend brooke and what a great fucking time really unique experience for a number of reasons and, and obviously i'll outline those and spoiler alert i did get a chance to play with my friend madison from friends with a twist again which was fucking amazing yeah you guys played together at last year's pod bash yeah. and i think there was a part of you that was hoping it was going to happen again this year not an expectation of course no but certainly. as we were talking about leading up to it you definitely mentioned it a couple times so when it finally happened i was like whoa Yeah, I mean, listen, we have a great time together. She is so much fucking fun. All of those folks are the whole, you know, all four of them are a fucking blast. They had, it looks like they had a great fucking time too. (laughs) Uh, I'll leave it, I'll leave it to them to talk about it. But man, what a fucking good time it was. And I did actually get to make out with one of my other crushes, which is Kenzie from Friends with a Twist. So yeah, your weekend did not suck. You also, I was fucking shocked. There was one point during the weekend you are emceeing. I think it was Sunday because Sunday the wheels fell off the fucking bus by Sunday. I mean, yeah. it was complete chaos in the best possible way. And there was one moment where you are emceeing from the pool with the microphone in your hand and all of a sudden your cock is in one person's mouth and your balls are in another person's mouth. And for any of you that listen to the show, you know that that is so not who Brian is. I was like, what the f- Am I in an alternate universe right now? What is going on? Yeah, it w- I just got caught up in the moment. It was a good time. I was emceeing naked. It was fucking fun. Uh, I'm just standing in the kind of the the low the shallow portion of the pool on the stairs just talking shit and before you know it my cock and balls are in mouths it was fucking amazing <laughs> beautiful mouths to be fair so yeah, yeah i think you were the envy of the weekend for sure because you got to make out and or play with and or just be around and flirt with some of the hottest women on that property yeah i'm I, my life doesn't suck it doesn't <laughs> no it doesn't suck i had a great fucking time obviously thank you to everybody that came out obviously the podcasters and it, it was really a blast and the, and the great part of this is we've already been i mean people have been contacting us since we've gotten home Give us the dates for the next one. How are we doing it? Where are we going? It's it's amazing to see people so excited about it. And there's a lot of changes that are going to take place for Podbash 2023, which I cannot fucking wait for. We'll announce that when the time comes. Yeah, well, I think what kind of hit me over the weekend was, you know, the tagline of Podbash is it's just a fucking party because we don't have a lot of other things going on. It's literally just parties all day and all night. But it's also way more than that because there were people that made lifelong friends this weekend. For sure. People that connected that never under normal circumstances ever would have been on the same resort together. And all of a sudden they're best friends. There's people planning cruises together. I think that we have a couple that came out of the weekend. There may it sounds have been, like. We may have developed a love connection. No question about it. Very excited for those two. Very unexpected and awesome. So, I mean, yeah, obviously it's about the partying, but way more than that, these people are becoming friends out of it. And it's it's just so cool. I, I, It was a very kind of cathartic experience for me. Those connections that I made with people, I'm never going to forget them. And or, and I am so appreciative of them. No, no question. It was very eye-opening for me. It really was nice because it was, 
it was a reminder. You know, you and I have had some challenges when it comes to some of our friends in the lifestyle the past six months or so. We've gotten through them. We dealt with it. And for a period of time, I was a little disenfranchised about, you know, how we're doing this and who are our real friends are and how, you know, how do we develop and, and determine those things going forward. And this was really just letting me know that I, I was just too much in my head. We have amazing friends we and we meet new friends all the time. I had a, a date last night as we're recording this with a couple, the intention of which I was potentially going to play with the female half of that couple. As it turns out, they are fucking amazing, uh, B&R. We'll call them B&R. They're an amazing couple. And what we ended up doing was sitting and talking for almost two hours, getting to know one another, which is great because now should I have the opportunity to see them again, if play takes place, it's going to be that much more intense because we have a familiarity with one another now. And one of the things that we were really talking about most of the time was their kind of inability to make a lot of friends because they live in a rural area and they love the idea of what it is that we're doing, particularly with Podbash, they couldn't make it, but they love the idea of meeting new people. And, you know, these are the kind of folks that I would like to introduce to our friends because they're awesome. And that's really how this whole Podbash thing worked out. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what happened during our Podbash week leading up to our sexy play, which we'll talk about in the second half of the show. But we got there Tuesday afternoon and we went immediately to Pride Night, which is my absolute favorite night at Secrets. It is a blast. They have drag shows. They have a lot of different types of people on property. It's not quite as heteronormative as the rest of the week at Secrets, which is always nice to be around. And we ended up meeting Brooke and her husband there are. We haven't come up with a name for him quite yet, but we will. And then we also had Pierre that joined us which you guys have hopefully heard on previous episodes, my sexy Frenchman friend. So, I mean, he just fit into our little foursome and became a fivesome so seamlessly. And we had a fucking blast that night. And then we woke up the next morning and we went to Epcot with Brooke and R. Yeah. And we rode rides all day. You guys somehow got me on a fucking roller coaster False advertisement on all of your ends getting me to do that because I do not do fucking roller coasters. I don't typically either, but that one was really fun. So I wasn't too disappointed with it. It was a good fucking time. And your face alone was worth the ride. (laughs) It was the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Epcot. And there's a picture that we were sent by Brooke that is the three of you, as in those two and you, having a fucking blast. You have smiles plastered on your faces. And I look like someone is getting ready to stab me. I look fucking terrible. Terrified. That's kind of why I was laughing because I'm looking at your face and your your eyes are closed. You're like, "Fuck this! I don't want to do this." And th- that thing spins around. It goes backwards. It it was fucking crazy. But what a good time! Well, I'm glad you had fun. I fucking hate it. I did. I totally would have done it again, but there was no way I was getting you on it. I get motion sickness watching cars go by sometimes. So me on a roller coaster like that is a really really bad plan. Yeah, you take drama. I mean, just to drive two hours. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, that was fun that we spent the whole day with them. And then Thursday was balls to the wall because Thursday night was the kickoff for our event. And we took the club up Thursday evening to kind of introduce the other podcasters to the people that were at Podbash. And that was the first time that it felt like a family reunion because all of these people, most of whom we've already met, are getting together and everyone's kind of dancing together and just, you know, just starting to develop those connections. And it was just the perfect way to go into the weekend. And then, like I said, you ended up MC 
seeing all weekend at the pool parties. So we got to enjoy that for the first time on Friday. We did all sorts of sexy pool games. And then we had our night parties. And, you know, shit got a little debaucherous. I'll say that. Yes, it absolutely did. And I am not upset about it at all. (laughs) Uh, I had a fucking blast. And so my opportunity to play with our friend Brooke was very unique for a lot of reasons, which I'll touch on, but sexy. And it felt like, for me, that was like, okay, this all makes sense. Now, uh, this is Podbash. That's what this is all about. We're going to have fun. (laughs) And I did. I had a fucking great time this week. And it was really, like I said, the most fun I've had at any event of any uh, of this type at all, whether it's ours or someone else's, any lifestyle event, it was a great fucking time. And being able to connect with everyone, you know, last time I wasn't able to really do that. It was really a different kind of vibe and I had different responsibilities and being able to just walk around and touch everybody by talking to them and being on the microphone. And, <laughs> not necessarily touch yeah, everybody. Yeah, just, you know. You may not want to say that in this particular environment. No, no. I didn't touch everyone. Just but. being able to get in touch with everyone, <laughs> literally walking around the pool with the mic and just having walking through the pool naked with the mic, just having a good fucking time. <laughs> and it was a very different vibe for me. I, I love the shit out of it. And it, like I said, didn't hurt that I got to play with some really fucking hot women. Well, I do want to talk a little bit about my mindset that weekend because I think it's interesting. Obviously, I had one kind of hot play session that we're going to be talking about later in the show. And I also got to make out with a ridiculously hot blonde, which never fucking sucks. No. That was a, a highlight of the weekend for certain. I adore her and she's so fucking sexy. And I totally would have looked that pussy, just saying. But <laughs> no doubt. I was not in the right headspace sexually. I was very social. I had a blast talking to people and laughing and dancing. But what I realized about halfway through the weekend is I was kind of missing my play partners, the guys that I'm consistently playing with here. It's almost like I'm having such amazing, mind-blowing, connected sex with these two men right now that I find myself not being nearly as interested in the other extracurricular activities, which is kind of weird. For me, it feels like a little bit of an identity crisis. Well, I don't think it's weird at all because the connections that I had, obviously our friend Brooke, for example, we are all friends and we have been building this more kind of intimate connection digitally and, you know, because we're always in contact. We text every day and, you know, the four of us. Sexting each other, sending tits and cock yeah and yeah so steamy yeah so that <laughs> that really did build it up and that that anticipation makes a difference so it was far hotter than i think it would have been had we just shown up at uh, an event and just decided to play right much like with madison from you know the friends with a twist podcast she and i spent some time together last year as some of you may remember or heard and <laughs> if th- you haven't you need to go listen to that episode immediately because it's so fucking hot well and this was no exception and it was fucking hot hot. It was really hot. And there was a reason for that, in my opinion. We have a familiarity with one another. Also, it had been a year since we had seen each other. So, uh, Well, they came to a de- uh, Vegas event, but yes. it was the first time you got to really spend some time together. Yeah, they came into town, but we were obviously hosting the event, and that, that just wasn't in the cards. But this was very different. And you're in a just a tremendously sexually charged environment. I was, anyway, with a smoking hot gal that I have a history with on some level, and it was just intense, man. I mean, we it was hot. I can't wait to talk about it. We'll do that probably next week, I guess. But man, what a fucking great time. And then, like I said, I got to got to make out with Kenzie, which doesn't suck either. Yeah. And then at one point, I'm in the pool Sunday. You were taking your afternoon siesta. <laughs> 
you know, I'm in the pool. Everybody's naked. I've got Madison to my right. I've got your little blonde friend who is so fucking hot. It's crazy to my left. One of our friends licking my nipples. Which I was very jealous of because you never let me lick your nipples. So I was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, very sensitive. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it was, this was not a terrible fucking situation. I found myself. And in fact, I had to get out of the pool at one point. And because also Kenzie was there. There was, I don't even remember who all was there. And I had to get out for something. And I think at one point, our friend Finn was on the outside of the pool. He's like, why are you getting out of that pool? I'm like, I don't really know, to be honest with you. I probably shouldn't. And it was just so fucking cool. I I had a great time. Yeah, you were slutty Brian mode activated. I was so impressed with you. Well, I do blame some of that on Dave, to be fair. From Playhouse? From Playhouse. (laughs) Dave from Playhouse. Yeah. Our friends Dave and Nicole from Playhouse, they sponsored Podbash as well. They came out with us. We had a fucking great time. They're always fun to be with. And on Sunday, uh, Dave and I probably stepped outside the box a little bit. (laughs) We had a good fucking time. It was parties winding down, the weekends winding down, and we're like, fuck it, we're just going to have a good fucking time, and we did. I was pouring drinks in the pool naked. He and I were just having a fucking blast. You guys so. were like college freshmen that day. It was yeah, fucking hilarious. we were ridiculous. Hilarious. Ridiculous. <laughs> we have some pictures that I didn't even remember taking that uh, Adam from The Naked Relationship sent me. I'm like, man, when the fuck did this happen? Well, I- at one point, someone took my phone and was taking photos with my phone, and I have like 12 photos of naked women on my phone i'm like all right well we also thing. we also shaved a cock into adam's chest hair from the naked relationship podcast yes yep. our, our friend mrs flamingo helped out with that she was a tremendous help so yeah we were just doing stupid shit and it was a fucking <laughs> blast it was a riot you know shout out to our friends the cuban missile crisis had a great time with those folks <laughs> You know, I mean, it, there was just a lot of fucking fun. Oh, my God. It was debauchery by the last day. I yeah, loved it. Sunday was next level crazy. <laughs> For those of us who remained on property till Monday, things got sideways. Yeah. It was a good fucking time. Yes, it was. You guys missed out if you didn't stay Sunday night. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, you really did. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I did. I found it very interesting that like these connections that I'm having at home impacted me when traveling because that's never really been a thing before. No. I have always been able to kind of compartmentalize the two. Like even if I have a major regular play partners I'm still kind of itching for that variety and those adventures and the new experiences and that wasn't really the case this weekend so I don't know maybe there's some evolution going on maybe I just like these dudes which is a fucking scary thought I don't fucking know there's a lot going through my head right now well listen if had mother nature not said hey uh, guess what you're you're out you're gonna have to sit this one out you probably would have had a really good time i mean other than the time you did have right you would have been super slutty pants probably yeah, I maybe think... i mean for sure with two people yes there yeah. were two people in in particular that i was very eager to spend time with that i did not get to yeah so i think that would have changed things a little bit and of course you know your hormones are all over the place at that point and so your mind is drifting and you're thinking of different things and you and i have been talking a lot about these relationships that you have cultivated here and that i've cultivated with uh, jade and susan and these things are swirling around in our heads Heads, obviously. Yeah, well, what was really interesting is I went on another legit date last night, and we're going to call this guy Sean, which we may have picked this name already. This is a gentleman that I played with twice back in the spring, yeah. and then he moved away for a little while, and now he's back, and it's been really interesting because we've been going on real dates, like going axe throwing, and he takes me out for dinner and makes dinner reservations, and yeah. yes, there is sex at the end of it, but it's a lot of connectedness, and I think up until recently, it's felt very friendly. And I think last night I might have crossed over into something a little bit more than just friendly. So it's like, 
I don't fucking know. Does that mean I'm dating two fucking people right now? That's yeah, weird. Very possibly. I mean, yesterday was interesting. Also unique for you and I, because I met, as I mentioned, a couple, uh, B and R, who are just fucking stellar people. I was with them while you were with Sean. Yep. Very literally. I dropped you off and then I went and met them and I had a great time as did you. You uh, took him out. You guys had dinner. It's his birthday weekend. So I asked him what he wanted to do and he wanted to go to the Shark Reef at Mandalay Bay. So we did that during the day and then I took him out for tapas at night and then I brought him back here and I gave him a sensual birthday massage and other really hot things ensued, which I'm sure we'll talk about in the future. But I mean, it was towards the end of our play session that he kind of looked at me and he's like, I like you. And I was like, I like you, too. This is fucking weird. Yeah. And you're going out with him tomorrow as we're recording this. Well, (laughs) so we should talk about that a little bit because tomorrow is his actual birthday. Yeah. And he invited me to go out to dinner with a group of people, but his parents will be there. Yeah. And he made the comment of like, oh, I'm really excited to introduce you to my parents. And I was like, whoa, I am realizing how incredibly scared of legitimate commitment I am at this point in my life. (laughs) Well, again, we find ourselves in in unique situations quite often because that's just who we are. And so, you know, (laughs) this will be interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see how this plays out, honestly. I mean, he's a good fucking dude. So oh, yeah, he's however awesome. it works out, whether we're just friends or whether we actually go on to date or whatever, I'm just, I love having him in my life. He's a yeah. good, good person. He really is. As is RJ. And I'm very excited for him to get home from his trip to see him. So yeah, I mean, it was just, it was weird how those two guys kind of clouded my experience, not in a negative way, but just more so in like, you know, again, kind of impacting my desire to play because my mouth could have been very busy that weekend. For sure. And there were some opportunities for that and I turned them down. Yeah. No, listen, you get... You get to a point, I think, in, in, on some level where you have to make some decisions and you get you kind of get things in your head and you don't know how to break them down. You, you can't compartmentalize them. It gets a little bit confusing, yeah. you know? I mean, there's no question. And then coupled with the fact that you're having some tremendous experiences with the people you're currently playing with, as am I. Which and makes mind-blowing it, sex yeah, on top of it, yeah. Which makes it difficult to accept less. And, and again, a conversation I had with this couple I met last night, they're very much uh, on the same page. They like making friends. They like knowing the people with whom they play as opposed to the, you know, the random kind of one-off whatever in the playroom somewhere, you know, they, that's not their thing either. Yeah. To me, it's like going to a restaurant and you have a favorite dish at the restaurant and you know, every single time you get that dish, it is going to be amazing. It is going to be tasty and it is going to hit all the right spots. <laughs> yeah. Unintended, and then once in a while you'd be like, "Ah, I'm going to try something new," and it's never as good. So I think that's part of it too. Yeah, you don't want to be disappointed, certainly. And I've said this many times: I don't necessarily look for any more. I'm not looking for any more play partners, you know, at home because I have two amazing play partners right now. Now I am going. I have plans potentially to meet uh, a gentleman for a drink tomorrow, but you know, it's not like I'm in a rush to meet anybody new. I really enjoy the company of the two gals that I'm seeing and I I enjoy the shit out of it. So why would I want to fuck that up? Yeah. Well, okay. I want to get to single guy tip of the week because in conjunction with Podbash, we had some single gentlemen that came to the resort with us and it was really interesting to watch their behavior because they were very successful throughout the weekend in connecting with people and making really good, (laughs) making really good impressions. One specifically, (laughs) like I said, we may have made a love connection 
connection that we were not expecting. But in addition to that, there was another single gentleman that was with the group. And one of the things that he did incredibly well is he would approach people in the friendliest of ways. Well, he was, was just friendly. He's a friendly guy. Yeah, but it, there was no pressure to any of his communication with people. Right. I watched him multiple times, for example, kind of insert himself into a group, have the confidence to go up and introduce himself to people that he probably had no knowledge of before this and he was confident and he would introduce himself and maybe throw in a joke or two and then he would kind of step back yes he didn't force himself on people he didn't force his personality or or anything on other people and what would happen is you found people kind of naturally gravitating towards him throughout the weekend he was incredibly successful at helping people put their guards down with a single guy because the reality is there were a lot of people on property that are hot wife couples because they listen to the show obviously but then you had a lot of people that weren't really into single guys and even they were incredibly friendly with him and he just did a really good job of ingratiating himself by not coming across as this pushy or overbearing person you know even when he's doing jokes he's telling a couple of jokes to kind of lighten the mood he would do that and then he would step back it was like he had to be the center of attention well he wasn't forcing his energy on anyone which is really important because he was super friendly like i said you want to in any i don't care what the arena is whether it's lifestyle or, or not if you want to make people comfortable just walk up with a smile number one and that's exactly what he did he always had a smile on his face he's super friendly and as you mentioned he would kind of inject himself into a conversation, introduce himself, and then take basically a step back and let everyone decide how to proceed. And inevitably, everyone was kind of drawn to him because he was super friendly. I had a great time talking with him. Well, and at one point, we were kind of talking in a group and he kind of stepped back and I stepped back to give him room to enter into the chat again. And he's like, no, I don't want to overstay my welcome. This sounds like a couple's chat, which I thought was funny because it obviously wasn't. Right. But he was just incredibly mindful of that throughout the weekend. And I I do truly believe those are the guys that are successful, the ones that can really read a room, they can read cues, they can read body language, they understand where to insert themselves and where maybe that's not quite as appropriate. And he, I mean, it seemed like he had a fucking blast of a weekend as a result of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Know your audience, right? And also know where you stand in a group. If you're the one single guy, which in many cases he was kind of walking into a situation where there were a bunch of couples, he knew instinctively, while these may very well be hot wife couples. I'm still the one odd man out here. I need to tread lightly. And he did. And because he did, people kind of sought him out. Yeah, exactly. By the end of the weekend, he was being invited into every conversation and people were, like you said, they were seeking out his attention. So, I mean, I think that's a perfect example of, and it is unfortunate that single guys have this stigma. We talk about it constantly, but the reality is the more that you force yourself on people as a single guy, especially with women, because guys can be fucking creepy and dangerous. The second that I feel that creeper vibe, I want to get away from you as fast as humanly possible. So, and a lot of times guys don't intend to be creepy or pushy they just can't read the room so you really need to have that skill and hone that skill over time well like the couple i was with last night and had a chance to meet one of the things that she said to me was the one thing that absolutely turns her off is this overwhelming eagerness that guys sometimes display single guys particularly once they kind of they feel like there's an opportunity they just want to pounce they don't they don't have enough discipline to take their time and to and really just to let things happen organically and i think if single guys particularly did that more often 
they would be much more successful. And in fact, it's something you and I have been talking about. We relish our relationships with all of our friends and certainly our single male friends. And we have a lot of them. And I am constantly getting emails and DMs and all kinds of stuff from seemingly single guys asking all kinds of questions, everything from how do I get more successful or how do I in- introduce myself to couples, you know, all that kind of stuff. I'm going to start doing a little bit more for the single guys to help out because I really feel like there's a, a need for it. There's a place for it. And, and now's the time we really do need to level the field a little on some level. Absolutely. Yeah, we need to there need this hierarchy bullshit is it's coming to an end. I'm and we're going to it. help with that. Yeah, I'm over it. What I will say is when I say hone your skills, something specific that you can do practically, just start going into social social situations and looking for body language. Start really examining how people interact with you and the responses that they have to you, not with their words, but with everything besides their words when you're interacting with them. Start picking up on all of those things because it's a skill. And if you're not practicing it, if you're not going to a bar once in a while or you're not going to a bookstore and talking to whatever wherever you're going start looking for those body languages and being able to really hone in on the cues that people are providing without actually saying hey motherfucker you're being creepy well that's the one thing i think that people kind of miss this lifestyle is is such that people get intimidated they get awkward they get nervous so a lot of times they don't have the words that you might normally have in vanilla world and they don't know how to articulate what it is exactly they're thinking because there's this kind of sexual overtone, but body language doesn't lie. So if you can pay attention to body language, you're going to get a lot further, particularly a single guy in this space. Don't, like I said, just don't be fucking creepy. Have that positive energy. Walk up with a smile. Introduce yourself to both parties of a couple, obviously. And then be willing to step back and leave the ball in their court. Yeah, That's hey, the most important thing you can do. Yeah, pleasure meeting you guys. Hope to see you again. Boom, get the fuck out of there and let them make the next move. Yep. That's, that, I mean, for me, I think it's great. Well, I am so excited to get to the naughtier details of Podbash. We're not going to be talking about all of it because, like I said, Brian was a slut this weekend. How dare you? We're going to have to break it up a little bit, but you're going to hear some of both of our fun from the weekend. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. The holiday season is coming up and that means that it's going to get colder out. And for a lot of us, that means a little bit more cuddling, maybe a little bit more intimacy and maybe the need for some skin products. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Skin. You probably know them from their amazing latex-free condoms with skin feel technology, making them some of the absolute softest condoms out there. Of course, pleasurable for both partners using them. But did you know that Skin also has a line of massagers? They have amazing technologically advanced vibes that are perfect for whether you want to play solo or you want to use them with a partner and enhance all of your pleasure in the bedroom. I was so surprised to see skin massagers. I had no idea that was a thing. Let me tell you, you guys, they have 10 different choices that you can peer through. And no matter what type of pleasure you like, what type of vibration you like, they're going to have something that fits your needs. So head on over to skin.com today. That's S-K-Y-N.com or you can search skin on Amazon or find their products at your local Walmart. They are the perfect introduction into the bedroom, especially as we go into these colder months. Again, skin.com, S-K-Y-N. 
Microdosing is all the rage right now. There are a lot of us out there, myself included, that don't want high levels of THC, but we want some of the benefits of the smaller amounts, things like help with inflammation, better sleeping at night, better relaxation, all of those things I have experienced with our Next Partners products. Lumi Labs has developed microdose gummies, which are entry-level doses of THC that just help calm you down and make your body feel good. Brian uses them after a long workout in the gym to help with inflammation and joint pain, and I use them at the end of my night to help me unwind and reach better sleep quicker. They really have been life-changing for us. We recommend them to all of our friends. I honestly think most of our lifestyle friends are now using microdose gummies because we absolutely love them. So if you want to try them for yourself, you can head to microdose.com today and use code FPS at checkout for 30% off your first order and free shipping. The link for that will be in our show notes today, but again, that's microdose.com, code FPS for 30% off and free shipping. Couples Escape and Splash Takeovers presents Escapades Weekend, a complete hotel takeover happening in Houston, Texas, November 11th through the 13th. And we are going to be there hosting stuff throughout the weekend. I am super excited to get back to Houston. I'm really excited to be doing this with Splash and Couples Escape. Phenomenal events hosted by phenomenal people. You're going to get a chance to meet some very, very cool folks. I cannot wait to get there. We already know some people that are going. It's going to be an absolute blast. Yes. And unlike a lot of hotel takeovers that happen, these happen at premier hotels in the best parts of town. So you know that it's going to match. Everything's going to match. The hotel is going to be amazing. The events are going to be amazing. And the people, most importantly, are going to be amazing. So if you want to join us, there will be a link in the show notes you can click on to book your room today. Make sure you do it ASAP because we're only a couple of weeks out and it's filling up very quickly. So again, check the show notes or you can head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com to click on that flyer. We sincerely hope to see you in Houston. I am so excited for this. We are both going to be sharing some of the fun that we had at Podbash. You're going to hear two different stories during this episode, both of which I'm assuming are really hot. I know mine is. I don't really know your story minus the grand finale, but I'm really excited to get into it. So I think you should start because you had the first experience of the weekend. I think this was actually Thursday night, which was the first night of the event. It was. Absolutely was Thursday night. And as you mentioned earlier, we did a meet and greet for all the folks that were there on Thursday, about 100 folks at the club early before the club opened. And it really gave me an opportunity to talk to a bunch of folks, see a bunch of people we hadn't seen in a while, meet some new people. So I wasn't really, I wasn't hundred percent sure there would be any play, honestly, for me on Thursday. I wasn't, certainly wasn't angling for it. It just kind of fell in my lap, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> Literally. Uh, you know, okay. Literally. Well, how did it fall in your lap? Because honestly, I didn't know what was going on. You and I were very separated that night, kind of doing a lot of different things and meeting a ton of new people and providing people with information throughout the weekend. So I was very much in kind of like, I don't want to call it business mode, but let's say logistics mode. Yeah. And all of a sudden you come up to me and you're like, I'm going to go play. And I was like, whoa, okay. That came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, honestly, what I said, I think was, I'm going to go spend some time with Brooke. I did not know 100% what that would turn into. Now, we, she and I, as you mentioned, had been you know, flirting and communicating and, and sending naughty pictures to each other over the course of the past few months, so it's been a lot of fun. So one would presume that we might play, but 
makes things perfectly clear, Brooke and her partner are, they are a soft swap couple. Yes. So that's what this was going to be. This was very much going to be a soft swap connection. And I was all about it. I have a fond memories of the soft swap play that you and I have had over the course of our journey. Well, the first time we met these two, we told them that how much we love soft swap because honestly, what soft swap play does for us in many ways is it's like additional foreplay to our foreplay. Right. It's like the show before the show and it just gets us all sorts of revved up and excited and you know they mentioned that there are a lot of couples out there that don't want to interact with them because they're a soft swap couple and i think those people are missing out they absolutely are look there's no reason to that people can say for me i don't understand it you know that soft swap couples aren't really lifestyle couples that's bullshit they absolutely are and i had a fucking amazing experience so i can guarantee you these are lifestyle folks and so yeah i mentioned to you i said i think i'm gonna go spend some time with brooke and by that we were gonna go back to our room and so we did, you know, we were kind of just chatting a little bit, but nothing sexual. There was no conversation leading up to that about play other than my saying, hey, would you like to get out of here and go spend some time somewhere else? Well, and I think she it said kind- yes. I think it kind of came out of nowhere, honestly, because what happened was you came up to me, you're like, we're leaving and you left and it all happened so quickly that I didn't even realize where you guys were. So what's really interesting about that is as long as we've been in the lifestyle, as much as we've been playing solo, when you get into those environments, sometimes you both just get so caught up in it and the excitement of it that you forget the necessary logistics like, hey, I'm going to be here during this time. Which didn't happen. So that was a good learning lesson for us yet again. (laughs) Yeah, but also, you know, in situations like that, we know it's a safe environment. I certainly know that you are safe. You're among friends. And so I wasn't super worried about where you are with whom you were with. So I I was confident in that. And yeah, that must have just slipped my mind. And that'll tell you just how excited I was about this encounter. Right, exactly. You know, there's all that buildup, obviously, over the course of time that we've been communicating. So yeah, I'm sure there was a little bit of that anticipation and I got a little cloudy, no doubt. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. I mean, I was super happy for you, but I, it would have been nice to know where the fuck you were. Yeah, because we were gone for, I don't know, two hours or something. Long you know? time. When we finally reemerged, it was like, oh, where'd you guys go? You know? So yeah, we went back to our room. And so our room was a disaster. We had shit everywhere because, of course, we're hosting parties. We've got giveaways. I mean, the fucking room looked like a train hit it. It was full of permescent shit and sex toys and yeah, just Cassidy bags and towels and banners. There's all kinds of shit. <laughs> So fortunately, the bed was cleared off, but we had no place to sit other than the bed because the chairs had crap on them. It was just a fucking mess. And so, <laughs> Where else do you need to sit besides the bed? Well, that was kind of it. It's like, okay, I guess we're sitting on the bed, you know, <laughs> pretty much the way it went. And obviously, we get into the room. We get situated, get my shoes off, and we're fully dressed, obviously, at this point. And we're just sitting, kind of leaning on the bed, and we just start making out, almost like instantly this just starts happening like we couldn't wait to get our hands on each other because we've been teasing each other for the past uh, you know few months so it's all kind of built up i think you also need to talk a little bit about why this person is so intriguing to you like obviously she's a beautiful woman but i think for you it's been so personality driven too because she's just such a gem so what does that look like for you well that's just I mean, that's just it. I mean, that, that's all there is to it. I like her. I, I like him. They're an amazing couple. These experiences for me, I'm not speaking for everybody. I've said this before. I am not the random hookup in the playroom guy. That is never going to be me. So I have to have a genuine connection with someone. I have to really like you before we ever get to that point. That was not always me in my former life. <laughs> to be perfectly candid, I didn't give a fuck. 
you know, for many, 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 many years of my life. But now being in the space and, and having the experiences that you and I have had and in, in forming the friendships that we have, it's just become more important to me. So that connection was already built. You know, there's a trust, there's a, a desire for each other. So it just made sense, right? I mean, that's just what happened. And certainly not disappointed. She is an amazing kisser and and so sensual, you know? And that's the other thing about this soft swap kind of connections, right? You're not relying on penetration to be the crescendo. Right. That's not happening. Right. So everything else, in my opinion, has to be heightened. Right. You really have to pay attention to all of the minutia when you're basically going to be providing each other oral, essentially. I mean, that's basically what it comes down to. You're touching and you're kissing and you're rubbing and all of those things. But essentially, oral is where this is going to end. And so if that's the case... Or and, and start in this particular case, you really need to have those fucking skills and, and you know, you got to be able to control yourself. And you're... I, I was just going to say, I can think of so many people that I've had horrible oral from that if I was doing a soft swap with them, I would never speak to them again. Right, right. <laughs> the penetration almost made up for the horrible oral. So, I mean, that's the one, I think, big downside to being a soft swap couple is you better have some fucking skill. Otherwise, this is going to be a train wreck. Well, and also you have to have a connection more so, I think, than you do if they're there's going to be penetrative sex. Now, I'm sure some people will argue that. However, uh, penetrative sex kind of takes a lot of the, most cases, the requirements for the connection to be unnecessary, right? I mean, a lot of people will tell you, well, that's about the sex. That's what it's about. Okay, if that's the case, then it doesn't really matter whether you connect with this person any other way. When we're talking about a soft swap, for me, it's a mental thing. You got to get, you know, be right there at, at all times because you cannot rely on what most people rely on, which is that penetrative sex. Lay in that pipe, baby. Yeah, that's just not going to get it done. Yeah. So it's a lot of teasing. And, and it also, I thought about it afterwards. It makes a lot of sense for me that a soft swap connection, and it may be counterintuitive to most people, particularly those who have never experienced it, for me... I think that the soft swap connections should and do require a little bit more time and finesse. Okay. I don't necessarily agree, but I'm, I'm eager to hear your opinion on that. Well, because for me, I want to provide the, my partner in that moment, the absolute best experience possible, right? I know instinctively that there will be no penetration. So that type of pleasure has to be taken off the table. That sensation isn't going to be a thing. So in my mind, I want to provide all of the other sensations in an abundance. I don't, I don't want there to be anything like, you know, any kind of remorse about, oh, well it was okay, but without the penetration, it wasn't that great. Yeah. Maybe not even so much time to me. It sounds like what you're saying is like creativity. Well, quality. Yeah, I guess. I mean, my point is like, you just have to kind of come up with other things going on. It can't just be like you said about the laying the pipe. So, well, for me, it was organic. I I didn't, I honestly didn't have to even think about it because she's so fucking sexy and there's just something sensual about her that, you know, from making out to the time where I, so I started getting undressed at that point. I had to kind of get off the bed. So we had a very strange Murphy bed kind of situation in our room. It was Super fucking horrible. Fucking awkward. <laughs> so, you know, I got off the bed, started taking my clothes off. We start taking her clothes off. And of course, 
amazing tits, which I could not wait to just play with and get in, in the middle of. I don't blame which you I at all. Totally did. Gorgeous. <laughs> and I start going down on her. And I love that. I'm I'm an oral guy. So for me now, I know we're not having sex. We're not being there's no penetration. I'm gonna spend quality time here, and that's just the way it's gonna be. And that's exactly what happened. I wanted to provide her as much and as many orgasms as possible. And that's exactly what I did. I spent a great deal of time licking her and nibbling on her just all over thighs. I was all over that pussy. I cannot begin to tell you. Because, I mean, you know, that's what I'm here for. Did she smell amazing? Yes. Oh. She tastes amazing. She smelled amazing. Her skin is so soft. Everything about her. And, and the noises, super sexy. I kept finding myself stopping periodically from going down on her and playing with her tits and making out with her. Because, again, there's a... There's an element, of course, that isn't going to be part of this play. And I feel like for me, again, just me, you've got to make a concession for that and make it a memorable experience. And that's exactly what I was trying to do. So between going down on her and nibbling on her, making out with her, again, her tits are amazing, nipples, hard as rocks, and fucking just incredible. Everything about her is sexy. And I'm doing that for quite a while. That's a that's taken some time, and I enjoyed myself. Until eventually, she's like, I want to pleasure you. So I got on my back. She is now completely naked and she's on top of me. So we're making out while she's straddling me. And then she starts very softly kissing my neck, kissing my chest, my stomach, until eventually she starts sucking my cock. And she told me before we ever got together face to face that she absolutely wanted to spend time sucking my cock, which I was not going to fight about. <laughs> not even a oh, little. Oh, sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, because I'm here to tell you, it was fucking amazing. <laughs> Spent a lot of times paying attention to my balls and sucking my cock, deep throating, looking at me while this is happening. And I'm, you know, she has this really pretty long or kind of light colored hair and I'm pulling it out of the way for her, obviously also so I can see. And it was just so fucking hot. And what's great about Soft Swap for me, there is an element of removal of this kind of stress, right? The, the pressure is off. You just need to enjoy the moment and you don't need to necessarily be concerned about, am I going to pleasure this person from penetration enough for them to be happy? Right. Am I going to stay hard? Am I going to be hard enough? Can I stay hard until I make her come? Right. Can, yeah, all of that That shit. stuff is out the fucking window. And also, so. with penetration, there's a lot more elements that go into it to make a woman orgasm. For example, yeah. there are women that can't orgasm from penetration alone. No. They have to have clitoral stimulation at the same time, so you have to be in the right position for that. I mean, there's a lot of complexity that goes into it. Yeah. I'm not complaining. I fucking love it, but... No, me either. And the entire time she's sucking my cock... I mean, I'm rock hard. And again, I have no... There's nothing on my mind other than what's directly in front of me very literally is watching her and just enjoying it. And man, it, I don't even know how long that lasted. It went on a while. I didn't want her to stop. I don't think she wanted to stop. And <laughs> so it, it was just fucking amazing. And then eventually I went, I started going down on her again and we're just making out. And again, it, it was a long period of time. It was, it's almost hard to believe that we were doing that for that length of time, but it was so organic and so comfortable. It just didn't seem like the clock was even ticking. Yeah. You know, before I finally am on my back, she is sucking my cock. She's rubbing her hands all over me, which, you know, I love. I'm super sensitive, when, especially when I'm, someone's sucking my cock. <laughs> and, you know, hands on my thighs. I'm ready to come. And this is, you know, we've been at this a while. So I mentioned her, hey, I'm getting ready to come. 
and nothing didn't stop her one fucking bit. So I came in her mouth. I came on me. I came all over the place. Oh. And there's really nothing hotter than a woman for me or anyone for that matter, man, otherwise non-binary, who is really into providing that oral stimulation like I am. Yeah. And Brooke clearly is. And it's a fucking huge turn on. So for did me. she swallow you? Yes. Oh, that's so hot. And so, of course, you know, now we're kind of coming down from this. It's fucking hot in that room. And for whatever reason, I just I guess the air just wasn't on that low. And we're just kind of coming down from it all. But we're also laying there and we're touching each other. And, you know, I'm super fucking sensitive, obviously, at this point. And her running her hands all over my legs and on my chest and kind of kissing on me a little bit. And Man, it was just an amazing fucking experience. And I got to say that anyone who is has an aversion to playing soft, regardless of what your experience level is, once in a while, man, it's fucking fun. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't do it all the time. I like being no. down way too much for that. But once in a blue moon, it's a, it's a nice way to mix things up. Absolutely. Well, I just, I hate to see couples, particularly who are banished from lifestyle play because they're just soft swap. There's a lot to be said for it. It was fucking hot. Yeah, I love that. Well, I think I what I love most is you guys very clearly lust after each other, and that's really fun to see. So to hear that it translated so well into a sexual experience, that's pretty badass. I'm happy for you both. Yeah, it was great. And so, of course, we continue to communicate, as you know, we do pretty much every day, and talked a little bit about it. And, and really, we didn't have a chance to debrief after we played because the weekend was so fucking crazy. So it's only really been since we've been home and we've been texting that, you know, we've kind of been replaying it and, and talking about the best parts of how much we enjoyed it and, you know, all those kinds of things. So it's really kind of nice because we're going to see them again soon. Well, the other thing that you didn't mention is this is the first time she played solo away yes. from her husband, R. Yep. And so I was hanging out with R while you guys were together and there was a little bit of concern there from my perspective. I really didn't want this to be a bad experience for Obviously. him. He seemed pretty pretty fucking chill and excited about it. So that speaks volumes to them going down that road and it making sense for them to play solo in the future. Well, and again, we are all friends. That I am not going to speak for him, but I can certainly, I have to imagine that there is a little bit of comfort in that. Your significant other is with a friend as opposed to a complete stranger for the first time that you're basically playing separate. Right. Yeah, know? that's a big deal. Yeah, and of course, that, that was really the thing that was playing in the back of my mind because the penetration issue was not an issue. But wanting to make sure that there is a pleasurable experience that they're both going to benefit from because this, as you said, was the first time she played alone. And I wanted to make sure the first thing I did in the morning, I texted them first thing in the morning to make sure that it was beneficial to both of them. And that's just a huge fucking thing for me. Yay. I'm so happy for you guys. Yeah, it was great. I mean, you getting to come in a hot blonde's mouth certainly doesn't fucking suck. So. No, and of course, I'm playing with her tits. While, I mean, it, there's just something so fucking hot about it. It really is. I, I got to tell you, if you haven't played soft and it, it, or haven't done it in a while, you probably need to revisit it. Okay, so I want to get to my hotness for the weekend because I only had one sexual contact throughout the weekend for the most part. But this whole thing went down in a very sexy way. So I will say Finn and Lily, they also have a podcast, two of the four that host Finn McGillicuddy's Life style unedited so anyway i have played with them before and the three of us have a really good sexual connection and of course before mother nature hit i thought for sure the three of us would be playing that weekend it things did not of course go according to plan but i was very excited on saturday i went up to lily and was like hey i know i'm kind of out of commission for certain things but i'm very interested in still sharing a sexual space with you guys if you're open to that and she's like absolutely there's a group of us that are going to go to the dungeon and then potentially 
to the playrooms afterwards. If you'd like to join us, I'd love for you to come. Not exactly what I was expecting, but when hot people like them invite me, I'm not going to say no. No, absolutely not. So first we went to the dungeon. Well, so it that was great Gatsby night. I had a whole dress on. I had this big costume on. I didn't obviously want to go into the dungeon looking like that. So I ran back to our room and I put on like a little shawl thing and we all went into the dungeon. It was myself and Finn and Lily and then also M, who is one half of the Swing Hearts podcast. And then there was another couple with us and a single lady, all of whom we know they were all with the group and had some familiarity with all of them. And we went into the dungeon and I asked Finn if he would be willing to flog me. And he was like, absolutely. I've been flogged by this man a couple of times in the past. He is a fucking master. I mean, he knows his way around a flogger like you would not believe. And I mean, of course, it does not hurt that he's ridiculously attractive to me, too. He's just this large man. He's probably, what, 6'4"? I mean, just bulky, muscular. Yeah, he's a big dude. Fucking giant cock. <laughs> like, just a fucking hot yeah, dude. Yeah, he's just a big dude. So we're all in the dungeon together, and Finn and Lily both strap me to a St. Andrew's cross and Finn just starts going to town on me. And this will be really interesting to you. I had my shawl on. All I had under it was just this little pair of like thong bikinis, like thong bikini bottoms. And I just took the shawl off and was standing there in my thong bikini bottoms in front of the entire dungeon. I don't know what was into me that night. I guess part of me was like, hey, I haven't really had as much fun this weekend as I would like to. So fuck it. It's like the last big night. I'm just going to throw caution to the wind, rip that thing right off, threw it on the ground, was strapped to the St. Andrew's cross. Here's this hot fucking man behind me just beating me. And when I say beating, I mean in the best possible way. He really knows how to start softer and kind to build up and he does a great job guys get so fucking weird about flogging the ass i don't know if it's because it's jiggly or because that's what they see in porn but flogging is meant for the entire body it is not just for the ass yeah you don't want to just dedicate it to the ass so he was doing an amazing job of like starting on my upper back and going to my lower back and then onto my ass and a little bit onto my legs and picking up the intensity. And once in a while, he'll stop. And I don't know exactly who was touching me. I have to assume it was maybe Lily and him at the same time. But there was one point, and it was incredibly erotic for me, that I felt four hands just going up and down my back and onto my ass and a little bit onto my legs. And I'm getting goosebumps and I'm kind of getting that floaty feeling going on when you're really being flogged in just the right way i can't really even describe it it almost feels like an out-of-body experience like you're looking down on yourself being flogged right it's so fucking hot so that went on for a while and then finn flogged one of the other ladies for a little bit and then we were all like okay we need to fucking go to the playrooms (laughs) like you could tell in that moment we were all very eager for that to be a thing so we all collectively go in at the same time and in the playrooms at secrets you can't be dressed so i just was carrying my shawl with me and a little bag that i brought with me that had like some condoms and other things in it not that i was necessarily going to have penetrative sex but i wanted to be (laughs) available and help if anyone needed anything so I was just in my little thong bikini bottoms and a towel and we walk in and at secrets in the playrooms the main room that you first walk into is like a gigantic orgy bed it's basically it's either six or eight beds that are all kind of pushed together into the center of the room so there is kind of a little bit of divide between the beds but not really so anyway we throw sheets on one of them and I had no idea how this whole thing was going to go down because keep in mind it's two couples and three ladies. 
Yeah, so, that doesn't sound like a terrible idea. <laughs> there's, I mean, I'm sure the guys weren't hating on this, but the one couple went to the other side of the beds and they put a sheet down and kind of had their own bed and I think kind of wanted to have a little bit more of a private session. So it's literally Finn with four women. <laughs> yeah, they had the reverse gangbang we were talking about. That does not suck. <laughs> So picture this. There's one moment where we're all taking turns kind of like making out with Finn. And then I ask if I can touch his cock. And he's like, absolutely. So I start stroking on his cock. He has one woman on each nipple. I think Lily went up at one point, was making out with him while I start sucking on his cock. I'm deep throating it. There's one moment where Lily's holding his cock in place for me so that I can really just like get all the way down on it. I mean, again, this is like the only time I really got to show off my skills this weekend so i felt like i had to go all out well i figured by saturday you were pretty fucking well worked up i was very worked up so i'm sucking on his cock and i'm rubbing on his legs and then i don't know who even was rubbing me from behind but it felt fucking amazing i had a pair of hands that were kind of on my ass and rubbing my back a little bit and then i believe m from the swing hearts podcast started sucking finn's cock instead and lily and i were kind of kissing on each other a little bit and touching on each other and it was a very sexually charged moment and and then one of the hottest parts is we're all kind of standing around wondering who the fuck is actually going to climb on this amazing cock and M is like I'll volunteer <laughs> must have been so a really tough decision for her. he puts on a condom and she climbs on top of him and starts riding his cock this woman has some fucking skill let me tell you and it was fun because I kind of just got to step back and watch this very hot sexual interaction going on the other single lady she started making out with Finn while M is bouncing up and down on this cock and Lily's kind of rubbing on M from the back a little bit and I just got to watch for a minute and and at the same time there were Nick and Nicole in the playrooms with the gentleman and so I was kind of have I had multiple shows going on all at the same time <laughs> it was really fucking hot but then it was like a fucking switch went off in my head and I started to look around this playroom and I am not kidding when I tell you there were probably 40 people just standing around this giant orgy bed watching everything yeah. and it immediately took me out of the moment. I was like, I can't do this. I'm fucking out of yeah, here. Yeah, once you realize that that's going, it's okay if you're not paying attention to it. Yeah. But once you realize that that's happening, it's like, oh shit, I am legitimately on display. Well, and so many people love that feeling and yeah. that's amazing. I do not at all. All I started thinking of was, you know, fucking what are they seeing from behind and, what, you know, just being fucking neurotic. So I told Lily, I was like, I have to go use the restroom. And my thought was like, okay, if I break away for five minutes, take a breather and then come back, I'll be good to go. And that's what I intended to do. I went and used the restroom and got a little bit of water and I came back. And by the time I came back, the playroom line was like 20 people deep. Right. So I was like, fuck it. I didn't even come in and find you in the club, which was my mistake of the weekend. I just went back and went to fucking sleep. <laughs> yeah. So while you're doing this now, you don't know this, of course, at the time, I'm still at the club because we had a VIP section that you know was created for us. We can have all of our people there and I was able to host from there and MC from there and all that kind of stuff. So we're literally right in front of the stage. Place is going crazy. I am sitting on the couch with Madison on one side of me. Kenzie on the other from the Friends of the Twist podcast. <laughs> and every man in the room wanting to stab you. <laughs> for sure. I was, take your place. <laughs> yeah, this was not a terrible situation for me to be in. But over the course of the night, 
Kenzie, we just start making out, she and I, while she's sitting there. And a lot of things went into this, and, and it was a lot of fun. And I, I really enjoy that, you know, the Friends with a Twist group. They're just, they're amazing people. Well, it was so funny because I went, like I said, I went back, went to sleep. You come in probably an hour after I went to bed, and I wake up to say hello to you. And you're like, you don't, you missed a lot. And I'm well, like, yeah. what do you mean? <laughs> well, I honestly didn't think you were in the room by the time I got back. Because yeah. it was it was later, it was like 2.30 or something. I thought you may have still been playing with the group because I never saw you again right and i didn't i never moved i literally did not move from that couch why the fuck would i i've got two <laughs> fucking smoking hot women around me and it was i had a great fucking time but i thought you had you know you were still tied up very literally so i went back to the room thinking okay i'll be able to get undressed take a shower i'll just wait for you to get in you were tucked in you're done <laughs> I i'm was like oh shit done. yeah you were you had had it so yeah that was my sexual experience for the weekend it was it was still amazing i still really enjoyed it and i really did love watching you know all of these women with him it was a very new experience i've never been surrounded by that much estrogen when i'm in a sexual space and it was kind of a turn-on for me i was very excited by the whole thing well, so i'm envious of him i have been the very lucky recipient of a very similar situation in my time and i gotta tell you it doesn't suck yeah i'm sure it doesn't now i will say my personal highlight of the entire pod bash weekend actually happened the very last night sunday night almost towards the end of the night before you and i went to the room i'm not even sure if you realize this happened i don't know so our friends our utah friends that we absolutely adore oh yes they bought a pair of vampire gloves yep. because if you guys remember back to our last denver event that we held the real hot wives of denver we had a sensual dom on property who introduced everyone to vampire gloves and everyone fell in love with them and if you don't know what they are they're basically they're leather gloves and they have little spikes all over the hands of them and it can be a lot of different sensations if you're kind of just rubbing it over the skin it feels amazing i mean it just kind of makes everything stand at attention or you can kind of grab down and obviously produce a little bit more pain with them because they're very spiky and sharp but and they're fucking amazing so we broke those out sunday night and there was one point where i was like i wonder what it would feel like to get spanked with the vampire gloves on Wow. And Kimmy of the Swinging Flamingos was like, well, if you want me to put them on, I'll try. And I was like, fuck, yes, I do. So there was one point where I was bent over one of the chairs in the cabana at the pool. There was live music at the pool on the last night. Everyone's just kind of sitting around chilling, having a drink. And Kimmy puts on the vampire gloves. I bend over, pull up my outfit so my entire ass is exposed. And she just starts spanking my ass with the vampire gloves on. I, I did not see that. I was in a hot tub. I was either rubbing the feet of Kelly from The Naked Relationship and or rubbing the feet and legs of one of our friends. I just don't, I never saw that. <laughs> There's a lot going on in that hot It was tub. a lot going on. Yeah, but that's what happened. And I mean, it was fucking amazing. First of all, it felt so good. And she, you know, was pretty gentle the first couple of times. And I was like, really? Give it to me. So here's this cute fucking blonde behind me spanking my ass with vampire gloves. I'll never forget that moment. It's going to be seared into my brain because it was fucking hot. I was so turned on in that moment. I was, oh, I was on cloud nine. It yeah. was a wonderful I don't know how experience. I missed that. I feel like I would have. I should have been seeing that from where you know, my vantage point from the hot tub. But I honestly, I was pretty wrapped up in rubbing things. I didn't, I have no idea. Well, there's like 12 people in the cabana that saw all of it. And they were cheering me on. I was like, yes. And Kimmy, this tiny, cute little badass just spanking me. Oh, fucking hot. I'm also pretty sure, I, I'm pretty sure I was also massaging Adam's cock under the water with my foot. I think <laughs> that was happening as well. So I'm, I was, I was way... <laughs> 
fucking, I, I was out of my, you know, <laughs> Yeah, Sunday got crazy, obviously. Yeah. There's fucking vampire gloves spanking and cock rubbing and all sorts of crazy shit that went on. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking shit that ensued on Sunday. It was a fucking <laughs> blast. Listen, the moral of this story is I got to play with a fucking super hot gal twice, two super hot gals. And, and we're going to be talking about the next one next time yeah. because, again, we didn't have enough time in this episode to cover everything. No. And I want to hear every dirty detail of that because yes. the last time you guys were together, it was fucking fire. And I'm sure this time was no exception. So make sure you guys tune in for that on a future episode. Also, if you want to hear even more behind the scenes of Podbash, there are several things we did not talk about on this episode that only our Patreon members are going to hear about from our Podbash weekend. So if you got to the end of it and you want more, head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers to get access to that bonus content. Also, don't miss the OnlyFans content, you guys. Like I said last week, I got to have a fucking hot steamy session with Doc Chocolate, who is the host of the Bulls and Queens podcast. That is all available now on my OnlyFans at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. And Brian puts up daily content of himself and his hot bod at OnlyFans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy. So make sure you find us there. Also, you guys, YouTube. We're on YouTube at Front Porch Swingers. We have some really cool content in the works for there. So we would love for you to go subscribe to that channel if you haven't already. We're on social media at FP Swingers on Twitter and FPS Pod Media on Instagram and Front Porch Swingers 1 on TikTok. If you were following us on TikTok, make sure you follow us on the new account and make sure you look for all of our upcoming events at members.frontporchswingers.com. Yeah, and start looking out for hotwifeevents.com. We got a big project in the works, people. Yeah. Lots of new shit coming your way. Make sure you tune, tune in every single week and thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.